Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. Today, we're talking about the stats for the Toronto Real Estate Board for March. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, welcome back. Hope you had a great week and we've got the March stats out. So I was really looking forward to these because, uh, you know, been really interesting month or two from my perspective being a lot busier than it was before and I wanted to you know if the numbers reflected that so I would say they did and they didn't yeah mixed bag mixed bag Mm -hmm. so the well I guess we'll just jump right in I mean we talk about this if you follow us here you know that we talk about this every week but it's definitely been a lot busier this month and we are seeing tons and tons of competition. So that absolutely was reflected in the March stats because for the first time since May, we've had a sale price on average higher than the list price. So that's something I think uh, everybody should take note of no matter what we're hearing from the rest of these stats. That's the most important feature to take from today. I would say, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would say, um, Buyer competition is is back. Buyer mm-hmm. competition is back, and we can see that here. Now, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. We could go into detail. We could debate what that means, I think, ad nauseum. But for the most part, it's just important to realize that competition is here, and the overall stats are reflecting that prices are selling higher than asking. And if you're new to kind of this real estate world, that's kind of how we've always been living here Mm -hmm. in the GTA. You know, you set a price, you have an offer date, and the price goes higher on offer date with multiple offers. That's kind of how we've worked. Yeah. And you know, the the critics or skeptics would say, well, the problem with that whole scenario is the asking price. Yeah. So of course the sale price is going to be higher. That's right. So, I mean, there is some of that. There is some of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But... If you were trying that strategy six months ago, wasn't it might working. Not have, it might not have yeah. been automatic. It wasn't yeah. working. Yeah. Now so, we still have, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, like the number of sales is down dramatically. Yeah, we're still significantly down in sales volume. I think it was almost about uh, 36%. Yeah. So, uh, so interesting that the two factors together. I know. Mm-hmm. It's all really interesting data when you look at it. Uh, but I would say absolutely sales... Volumes, it seems better than it was. Um, But I think you also have to note that we've got a lot less listings. So we had, for example, in March of 2022, there were 20,000 listings that came out. But in 2023, March, there were only 11,000. Right. So it kind of makes sense that we have... Yeah, you can't sell what's not for sale. Right. (laughs) So if you look at that, we have almost 50% less listings, but only 35% less sales. So it just tells you the market is picking up. Right. So at the same time, we have two things going on. Uh, Fewer houses for sale, so fewer sales. 
but greater competition for those that are for sale. So your time to to be the only offer maybe to get in there without the competition that we've grown so used to in the GTA yeah. you know, may have come to an end. Yeah. Although one month, you know, is not a trend. But um but it's been, I, I think, say, that, it's been, yeah, we've been kind of seeing yeah. the pattern. Yeah. I had clients. We've experienced it for oh, sure. Yeah. Longer than even the numbers might show. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been kind of waiting for, to see that. Yeah. The excuse the thunder and we're having yeah. a major thunderstorm oh, right now. I'm looking out the window. Yeah. It's a mess. It's, uh, if you're hearing thunder in the background. April in uh, Toronto. April in Toronto. Wasn't that a storm overnight? Oh my God. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought we were having a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my house is going to, if I wasn't attached on both sides, I'd be concerned. <laughs> Um, I was going to say my clients picked up a, a great deal on the weekend because we went to see in Scarborough, very hot market Scarborough, and we went to see over the last few weeks, like a number of places. And I would say all but two of them had offer dates and holdbacks. And I thought, well, that's just how it's going to be. But we saw a place that did not have an offer date. And I think the agent wasn't sure what he should have done. Should he have kept, should he have gone for an offer date or not? He, and he basically said to me, I just wasn't sure. Um, and it was his mom's place. So that also, I think, you know, you have a little bit of a skewed perspective. Mm-hmm. So we went to see it. How long was it on the market? One day. Mm-hmm. And I said to my clients, you got to move. Like this is, I think a gift, right? And no offer date. You just have to do it. Um, and so they ended up, uh, putting an offer in. Ultimately they got another offer. Mm-hmm. Um, we were still successful getting it thankfully, but, um, I thought, you know, in a week from now that would have, would have never happened. Mm-hmm. I think it was just, they just really lucked out. So if you are a buyer out there looking for something and you happen to see something without an offer date, my God, jump. If you like it, you just really have to jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, okay, so then price-wise, we were down uh, 14.5% from last year, brought the average price of a home, all market segments, all areas of the GTA, Mm 1.108. Now, again, down 14%, but the important thing here for both sales and dollar value is that they've both gone up a fair bit from last month. Right. So sales are down 14% from last year, but up, and I don't know the percentage, I'd have to look, but the up from last month. And that's been three or four months in a row where prices have gone up month over month. So although they're down last year, they're up month over month. So that's important, everyone. I, I want people to understand the trend that's happening. And hopefully they can see that. I still see these news articles every day talking about the price drops and the decline in housing and house prices this year and what people are forecasting in it. And I, it's, it's bewildering because we're just not seeing that reflected in the stats right now. Mm-hmm. Well, they're looking at that year over year. I think, and they're, they're just looking, I mean, there's certain economy economists that just think that, you know, we're still in a decline and we're not, we're not, we were from last year, but we're headed up and that we have to only, I think, look at what's happening, you know, month over month trends. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So the detached price in the 416 is 1.708. Right. And in the 905, 1.4. So those are, are both up over 100,000 each from last month. Um, I remember what they were, but uh, not specifics. Right. <laughs> Without looking. 
Um, and then condo prices, the average condo went up to 733. 733,000 this month. And again, that was up over last month, but down from last year. So, you know, I think a lot of it, if I'm to kind of analyze, you know, from the back, back row here, kind of what I'm, what I'm seeing from people is that they have gotten used to the interest rate situation. Uh, Yeah. I don't think anyone is... I think there's some settling into it. Yeah, Yeah. they've just kind of gotten used to it. They're not necessarily waiting for anything else to happen. They just are saying, well, we've got to move on. We've got to get on with it. Right. You know, I want to buy something. I'm just going to do it. Right. Yeah. I agree. Um, Now, you know, the question is, if you're a seller, is should you be selling right now? What would you be telling people? Well... First and foremost, if your life situation dictate, dictates that it's the time to sell, yes. You sell re- regardless of market situations if the time is right for you. Um, but I do um, see this relatively recent influx of, you know, formerly resting buyers. I do th- see this short supply and I see a trend in increasing prices. So I don't see any reason not to. Yeah. I, I would I agree. Reply. Yeah, I think... Uh, if I we know what we know now, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, these indicators are all positive, and you have a life event reason to do it. Why would you yeah. not do it? Yeah, and especially if you are strategic in your pricing and your home preparation and how you market, and um, you know you come out strong and you have something that is coveted and unique and looks good, all the better. Yeah, but even not. Um, I would. Yeah, I would too. I think especially if you live in Durham, you know, if you're anywhere in Ajax or Pickering, especially Pickering or Scarborough, I I would do it right now. I wouldn't hesitate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now we're used to having a fair bit of influx of inventory right after Easter, which is this coming weekend. Mm -hmm. So assuming that's the case, Mm -hmm. that usually brings out buyers and sellers. Yeah. So, and that's kind of an interesting thing to talk about because a lot of times I say to people, wait till after Easter because more inventory comes out. And they say, well, if more inventory comes out, why would I want to do it then? Mm-hmm. That's what you tell sellers, you mean? Sellers. Yeah. But the reality is, as you know, is that with more listings come more buyers. Right. They all kind of come out together. Right. So. And if you, um, you know, sometimes don't you find that um, having competition um, because we do everything really smartly mm-hmm. is, is good for our clients who list. Yes. Yeah. You can do well because there is competition. That's right. You can outperform the yeah. competition. And you know, always nice. I love when you're listing a place and on the same street or in the same neighborhood, there's something that goes on the market on the same day, but is worse. Mm-hmm. But even if it's not worse, it brings people out there. They yeah, say, oh, there's, exactly. a street, there's a house on Main Street. Exactly. Oh, there's another one on Main Street. You're going to see them both. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's good yeah, for I wouldn't everybody. be afraid of it. No. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing right now is that I think, um, you know, there's just not a lot to choose from. So as we've talked about week after week, there's just a lot of kind of crappy stuff in there. So I'm yeah. hoping that changes. Yeah, I'd like to see something interesting. I agree. Yeah. But... Yeah. Again, after the Easter long weekend is generally when we see, mm-hmm. you know, see that kind of mm-hmm. 
thing. And then improve. it's pretty typically every year, pretty solid activity until like maybe the second or third week of June. Yeah. Before. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a good point. Cause I think that's something we should talk about uh, with people. Cause if you are thinking about selling t- from a timing perspective, I would say I would be doing it anytime now, right through until, yeah, probably end of May, mid June. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, generally that's the case. Yeah. You know, there are Sometimes exceptions changes. to that, but yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I'd be doing it so that, uh, people have a chance to get out and make, uh, see places and make decisions before mm-hmm. they start to think of, uh, you know, other things. Yeah. Fair weather things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have maybe a condo on the water or something right. like that, then maybe right. midsummer is okay. Right. Uh, but August is usually a time we try yeah, to August avoid. Is it. It, things sell, things sell hot in July. Yeah. But August is, uh, quiet time yeah exactly august is get ready for coming out after labor day time yes mm-hmm. and people going worrying about kids yeah, i wouldn't bring generally unless as you say it's a waterfront condo i wouldn't generally recommend bringing something out in august yeah yeah I even sometimes try to avoid july depending yeah. on mm-hmm. what the what the summer's like you know we talk about that here a lot too but how weather really does dictate um i'm just looking at the overall sort of numbers across the city and pretty steady in terms of where prices have fallen the most over the year. Um, but the place they've, they've fallen the least is W9 in the West End, uh, Northwest End, where, you know, it was a very small decline of 7% of a detached. So that's kind of interesting. And same thing with a couple of the central regions. So, um, I'm surprised I don't see more of that in Scarborough, but again, I can say anecdotally, I think I told you this story last week or maybe I even Do it again. reported it here, but I had clients looking at a at a townhouse in Scarborough in November and when things were pretty quiet, right? And it ended up, it was no offer date and it sold for $870. I think it was listed for $899. And it had come down. It was listed for nine twenty nine, and then listed for eight ninety nine. Then ultimately sold for eight seventy. The ones prior had been selling anywhere from, you know, high nines to one point two, and they passed on it. Decided not to buy it. Well, another one, and they were always regretful. You know, there's always the one that got away. It was that mm-hmm. one, and then one came out last week. Exact same product like renovated the same everything the same listed for 8.99 and sold for 1.15 right and so in just four months that property you know had become a hot commodity where it wasn't four months ago so it's really hard I think to try to explain to people why they should move quickly because that might happen. And I think they think as realtors, we're just blowing smoke sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we're just pushing activity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But clearly we're not Mm -hmm. as we see all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, what about in the rental market? Because I know, you know, that's something that we've both been working in a little bit. Yeah. I mean, um, I haven't looked at the rental numbers, but uh, my experience is that it's still very hot. Yeah. There's still a segment of the population who... um, you know, is choosing to rent rather than buy. And mm-hmm. uh, so I think that all the, you know, most of the rental places I see are going very quickly. Yeah. Um, and if they're not, there's always a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so you know i had one um a floor in a house down uh, by the water and um i think it sold in like two days it rented in two days and there were many people interested yeah um and you know if you have a, a rental that is not priced right it's really the only reason things are sitting yeah or some locations i guess but um, yeah no, i think it's still hot i don't yeah. think it's been affected by this upswing in buyers yeah some buyers are probably moving from renting to sell buying but i don't think enough that has is still a landlord's market i would say i think so too i, I know with uh the client i've been looking for some rentals with she was a former owner as well so she moved and this is hard she was a she was an owner wanted to just kind of get out of the buying game got a rental lived there for a year now of course, the landlord wants to take over the property. Now mm. she's she has to get moved around and mm. find something else. And the last few places she's been interested in, we haven't even had a chance mm -hmm. to see because right. they go so quickly. They've gone so quickly. Mm. Um, I wish I wish she would have bought. I mean, for many reasons, mm -hmm. it would have been so much easier for her, so much better. But mm -hmm. well, we you know, you can't. You can only talk logic. You can't get into somebody, somebody's headspace. If they're not ready, they're not ready. Exactly. And we have to accept that despite yeah. all logic. That's yeah. your decision to make. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. I think uh, people have, you know, extenuating circumstances. Mm -hmm. and sometimes, you know, owning property is just too, mm -hmm. too much work for yeah. some people. However, yeah. I think for most people... Um, it's just better financially. It right. kind of hurts my heart to see people throw money yeah. away. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so rental market seems strong. I think the buying market seems strong. We need more inventory, so sellers, please start to <laughs> start to list. Take a chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got quite a few people who would buy right now if they could get the right thing. Yeah, what do you think of the buy the sellers who say, "Well, I'll 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 throw it out there. I'll I'll see if I don't get anything I like. I won't sell." Yeah, that's hard. I, I get mean, a I, little bit of that lately. Yeah, I've, I've heard, I've seen it yeah. a little bit, but yeah. I think it's slowing down to some degree because I think the the sellers that are testing it are actually selling for what they want. Yeah, I, you know, I think that because I think um, I often hear from people, um, you know, we don't have to sell. Like, you know, we'll put it up for sale, but we're very happy where we are and we don't have to sell. And I think when people say that, yeah. They're, red flag. They want to. Well, yeah, oh, they flag, want to. Yeah, but I do think sell. they want yeah, to sell. Yeah. Like yeah. you're not going to go through all of this and not really mean it. Yeah. Why would you? Right. Yeah. 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 I think so too. I mean, you do. You know, we all get the. Do you do. Unrealistic. Do you see that as a red flag? Because I see it as a really okay. Here we go. You just said that to I, put me in my place, but let's move on. I think mostly I see it. Yeah, mostly I agree with you, yeah. but then I had like I had those people last year who had this unrealistic expectation, and I they gave me that line, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then they they got an offer they didn't like. They were like, no, we're not selling. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're crazy. Yeah. So now they rented. They rented it out. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so next year they they and I yeah anyway I said it's because it was overpriced. It was not overpriced. <laughs> We'll see what happens next year. Mm -hmm. So well, next next year will be a completely different story. It will. I mean, you just They'll never get the price know, they want right? It. I hope so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we'll have to see. Mm -hmm. um, and that's in even in this kind of slow market. You know, they bought a they bought a unit in a building and paid, I think, one point one, and the exact same unit sold about a month ago for one point two five. Exact right. same, just one floor up. 
they were sub penthouse. This one was penthouse, but same thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, you know, even, even during that time, you mm -hmm. know, just a short amount of time, like mm -hmm. prices went up a hundred thousand. Good so. for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, they did. They did well, but mm -hmm. still want, <laughs> want too much money for the house. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with April and May. Cause I think I it's expect continued, be, continued yeah, trending, continued, yeah. uh, this, uh, so soon we won't be, you know, hearing so much about the year over year slide we'll be hearing about the month over month increase that's right mm -hmm. hey we should mention that we did not run our investment seminar because for a couple of different had reasons had we even mentioned it that yeah we, we had running? mentioned okay. it and like a couple people actually reached out oh no asking and, and i said i would post it all over our stuff and talk about it so um we it was kind of my own fault i just couldn't get it together in terms of of uh finding the appropriate venue, so right. to speak. Um, but I, we are going to pick a day today and we are going to publish it on our social media pages and start doing that next week once we have the date picked. And then uh, it'll be an evening, probably seven o'clock or so. So yep. I'm glad everybody who, uh, the couple of people that reached out to me, I'm glad that you're looking forward to hearing about it. And we are going to talk all about buying your first investment property and what that entails. Right. You know, what to expect, the good, the bad, the ugly, what you need for down payment, what type of product you should be looking for, whether it, or not it's suitable for you. It's not suitable for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I think uh, there are a lot of people with questions about that and hopefully we can help you. Mm -hmm. um, and it won't be from an Airbnb strategy necessarily. It's going to be, you know, from a lock and hold kind of a, buy a property, get some tenants in, keep it for a period of time, sort of a purpose. Sounds good. Yeah. So we will report on that, everyone. Uh, I guess short and sweet today because we're just dealing with stats. And in the meantime, make sure you are subscribed so that you get all of the latest episodes of our podcast, which of course we drop every week. And our social media channels are at the Janelle Cameron team where we have you know, lots of stuff there that can help you in your real estate journey and uh, always appreciate it when we get feedback. So if you like this, give us uh, a review, uh, give us some comments, send some comments through on our social channels. We really appreciate that and all the questions and thanks to everyone who has done that and continues to do that. And thanks again for your support. And in the meantime, we wish you happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.